Uh, this morning at Burnside, I had to go back downstairs to get a key that I had. Has anyone been to Burnside? Just a couple people. Yeah. So Burnside is kind of creepy <laughs> until you get up into the studio and then you're like, oh, it's like this beautiful old school Portland loft. It has like dug fur floors that are really old and soft. It used to be where the, um, well, there's two cool places that were in there. The White Stag like fabric company. And so that you can see where they dragged like big machinery and it scraped the floors and everything. And then, you know, do you guys know the wild unknown um, tarot deck? Mm-hmm. Um, that was designed there in the space that we're in now. Um, so there's got like some sweet history. And then who was here in the 90s and early 2000s? Do you remember Queen Bee Creations? Those purses that everyone had to have? They also were in our space. So it's been this sort of like sweet legacy of a lot of like lady owned businesses. Um, but it's a little creepy. <laughs> the rest of the building. Like sometimes you walk in and there's like a person asleep on the stairs who is like doesn't have a home. And, you know, there's a lot of like dealing with that neighborhood, but inside the building sometimes. Um, and so I walk downstairs and someone runs up behind me and I had a key in my hand and I literally was like, I like turned, I screamed and was like, <laughs> like my nervous system was like, I will cut you like that's what, right before teaching yoga, but it was totally a student. <laughs> I was just really excited that she could make it to class because she got stuck in traffic. <laughs> and I literally was like, I'm going to get you. <laughs> um, but it was this awesome sort of uh, moment <laughs> of remembering how well yoga works to get you out of that space <laughs> of fight, flight, freeze, fawn. Um, and I've been thinking about the, the term. It's a term actually that Ram Das coined called fierce grace. Has anyone heard that term before? Um, essentially, I've been thinking about the Kobe Bryant thing, of course, because it's everywhere and his daughter. And then, of course, the own fierce grace that I've experienced um, in my life and how it served to wake me up. And that's what Ram Das means, is that when we experience loss, when we experience a shift in our life like divorce or losing a job or a home to a fire or someone in our life dying, right, then there's, there's going to be this way in which it really magnifies what matters to us. And I, someone sent me this post this morning um, of a woman who lives in L.A., and she said that just walking around on the streets, like everybody's wearing Kobe jerseys and everybody's looking each other in the eye and saying good morning, and like there's sort of this receptivity happening right now because we forget right the stuff that we think that is in between us and we remember again that which connects us right and that's fierce grace and probably every single person in this room has experienced that sometime in their life because we're all adults here yeah am i right yes um <laughs> and <clears throat> For me, it, it is a lot of coming back to um, remembering who I am and thus remembering who the people I'm in relationship with are and that ultimately that we are sparks of divinity, that we are loving awareness, that we are spirit, right? And the funny thing about practice, the paradox, it just like cracks me up, kind of the paradox of living, is that we already are loving awareness, always. Like it doesn't matter if we realize it or not realize it, we just are. That's like the essence of our being is love, 
as another way to put it, whatever you want to call it, spirit. There's tons of names for it. I don't really care. But we're something larger than just this body and this mind. But we have to practice to remember that, right? And that's where fierce grace comes in, is that in these moments when we experience something like this, whether it's collectively like what's happening for people in L.A. and all over the world with this death of Kobe and his daughter, or whether it is something that happens to us personally where the veil gets pulled away for a moment and we get to re-remember who we really are and what's important to us, what really matters. And um, it happened also when Trump was elected. Honestly, like that veil was pulled away. I remember teaching the next day and it was like kids and parents and like there was like no room in the studio. I wish that I had a recording of what I said because I have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> but I know it affected people. <laughs> but that was another time when the when the veil was pulled away. But then the thing is, is that it slides back. And so we come to practice, we come to yoga, we come to meditation and to mantra so that we can stay in connection, so that we can stay in remembrance. Um, and use these moments when the veil gets pulled back uh, as we move along in our practice, because it's not always like that. Most of our life is chop wood, carry water. You know, it's like do the dishes, take the kids to school, make food, go to work. And it's not like a lot of the fierceness, the fierceness of grace. Um, so that becomes more of the practices remembering in those small moments. I'm really glad you're here. Bring your hands to heart center. Didn't even use my notes. 